This episode of Ragcast Outdoors is brought to you by PK Lures, Bow Spider, and High Mountain Seasonings. Fish on! Hey, Radcast is on! Hunting, fishing, and everything in between. This is Radcast Outdoors. Here are David Merrill and Patrick Edwards. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Radcast Outdoors. It's good to be back on the podcast. And today, I've got a special guest on the show. And as many of you know, we like to highlight women in the field, women out on the water. We have a pretty good balance of guests who are men and women, which I think is awesome. And today, I have a special guest who's doing some really cool things in the outdoor industry so everybody, this is Raylene Proto. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing really well. I was just telling you we're trying to not get snowed in here in Wyoming, but that's okay. It's just another April um, after a really yeah, cold we're, winter. We're all trying to thaw out, I think, <laughs> from all aspects of the country right now, including uh, where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's been a long winter. But you've already been out on the on the road doing shows. So why don't you tell everybody about your business and kind of where you guys have been traveling already? Um, yeah. So uh, Detelli Outdoors is a women's hunting and outdoor uh, adventure apparel company. Uh, we're women owned and operated. We're located in Dallas, Texas. And we have been to, let's see, Las Vegas for SHOT Show, uh, Utah for Western Western Hunting Expo, uh, Pennsylvania for Great Outdoors, and we just got back literally a few days ago from uh, Wisconsin Dells for open season. That's great. So we've been hitting it hard. That's a lot of travel. It's been great. It's been fun. It, it, it's a lot of travel, um, and we all have families and kids, so balancing that is a bit of a circus, but we're doing it. Um, and it's great. It's great to see the women that supported us last year that pre-ordered our product and they come back for new product and just to say hello, they come like wearing their Dutelli pants and hats and shirts. And so it's, it's awesome. It's great to get out there and see our community. Yeah. And this show is happening because one of our listeners suggested you as a guest mm -hmm. because I was unaware of your brand entirely. And so, um, it is helpful when our listeners, yeah, it's helpful when our listeners are like, Hey, you should have so-and-so on the show and talk about what they're doing. Cause I had no idea. So tell us a little bit more about what was the kind of the idea behind the brand and, and kind of how you came up with this idea to start this business. So we, we've actually been in business for three years now. We just had our third anniversary. And it basically stemmed off of um, my frustration with trying to find clothes in the field. So I pulled a very prominent deer tag that year and knew I was going to be getting into some crazy rough terrain and knew that I needed very durable uh, products. And I would always wear my dad's hand-me-downs or whatever hodgepodge I could put together at your local Bass Pro and was kind of like, no, like I need something a lot better than dad's hand-me-down gear and <laughs> hodgepodge, hodgepodginess of what I would try to assemble. I ordered from various companies. I shopped galore and like, I could not find anything that worked or fit properly or right or moved the way I needed it to move or was flexible, fit me as a as a woman, I'm, I'm only like five foot four and I'm pretty curvy. I'm a size 12. So being able to find something that actually 
fit my curves correctly where I didn't have to like completely cinch myself into a belt or worry about, you know, butt crack or any of those things in the field that us ladies are constantly worried about instead of concentrating on what we're supposed to be concentrating on. Uh, so that season I hodgepodge it back together and got out there, but also was speaking to other women in my hunting community of like, I can't be the only one that's having this issue. So hearing that and learning that pants are actually our biggest problem and then finding a co-founding team to help me basically bring this idea to life. And we started with pants because it's the number one problem that women have. And now we have tuck tops and other items, base layers, and we're just, we're just growing the line slowly, but surely. And I think a lot of guys forget about this, right? Because we, we just assume that you can wear the same stuff that we can. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of times it just doesn't work because no. you're right. It doesn't Sorry, fit. Jen. It really doesn't. I don't want like a crotch hanging out of my knee when I'm trying to like hike over a log. It doesn't It doesn't <laughs> work very well. <laughs> and and I also don't sit in a blind like some people do. I, I spot in socks, so I'm moving constantly. So I have to have something that performs that way. But getting outside of like my bubble and talking to other women like Midwest to South and even in East who do sit in those stands, like their complaints of warmth or even just being comfortable sitting. And sometimes they would leave their blind or stand depending on what's going on and be able to have that mobility was really important to them in fabric. So, and the warmth for sure, because we get colder faster than you guys do. Um, and so just, you know, developing those products and looking beyond what's currently out there and has been out there in the industry and going into other industries and looking at their fabrics and textiles and seeing like, can we bring that into our environment and doing so? So it's been a ride. It's been really fun. Yeah. So for the women who listen to this show, you got to go check them out. And then guys, it's a great gift idea because I know <laughs> it's hard to shop for the outdoors women, because there isn't a lot out there. There just really isn't. And if you have daughters like I do, it's it's just it's tough to find the stuff that that works out. And so, talk about what that's like, though, because product development yeah. is not easy. So, how long has this taken to kind of get <laughs> everything going? Yeah, it's definitely a process. So we do things a little differently than industry standards or norm, rather. I'll say. Uh, we first dig into the community and we really do abundance of customer discovery. Like the pants, for instance, the Sophia Adventure pants, they didn't start coming to life in any sort of sketch or prototype until we talked to at least 100 women. So we really found out what her needs, wants, pain points, all those things, and really got intimate with her on that level uh, to be able just to create a pant. So take that times, you know, however many products we have now, that's, X amount of women we've spoken to. So I think we're about up to 3,500 women total. And we're, we're still developing product on the back end of, okay, like this is what's next coming in the pipeline. But it's having those conversations, you know, looking at that data and we develop everything off of data. Um, and then saying to Summer, who is our CDO, and she is the magic, the wizard behind the curtain, basically, of making the designs happen and working with the factories and picking the textiles of this is what she wants. Can you create this? So she looks at all that data and, you know, she's like, yeah, this is what she's looking for. And she'll sketch it out. And we look for factories and we, you know, she, it, it takes a long time. Um, some factories work out. Some factories don't. Sometimes you send 
two look good and you're like two or three factories look good and you give them the task of make me a prototype and they come back and sometimes they're all a disaster or one happens to be the gem out of, you know, the small little pot and you roll with them and being a small company, you know, we are up against like MOQs and having to meet MOQs or if we're below MOQ, having to maybe strike a deal on that penalty for that. And there's so many logistic things and just getting the product into the States. I Last year was a learning experience times 10. <laughs> on, you like have this great timeline. You're like, oh, they'll be here by August. And then they're like, snag line, no, uh, on a boat, boat's late. You're not going to get them till September. And I'm like, that's bad. Okay. How, but then how do you communicate that to the customer? How do you, so then there's that too, the customer service, but everybody waited very patiently that, that pre-ordered pants last year from us and didn't complain one bit and never had a return come back. Everyone has been extremely satisfied with them and that makes us happy. So, but you know, now just the cycle continues with you know, other products that we have coming out this fall and products that we have coming out next fall, which is really exciting. And so it's just, it's just a slow, a slow build. And a lot of people don't understand that where they're like, how come you only came out with a couple of products or you don't have a full line? And I'm like, well, there's money. <laughs> so there's that, <laughs> there's the financial end of it, but it's also, we take our time too. So you have, you know, three or four ladies, uh, you know, on my team, uh, that, you know, we're just hustling, trying to get as much information, you know, as we can. So that way we can build product the way it should be built. People don't think about all the supply chain struggles, the setting up of the systems that you need, setting up a booth oh. and traveling and doing a roadshow. Like there's a hundred things you have to think about and it all happens kind of once and it, it's pretty wild, but from what yeah. I've seen, just following you guys on your Instagram and whatnot, it looks like things have gone really well. So I applaud you because that's that's a ton of work. It's a lot. Ton of work. And I, I don't know if you saw, I, we recently posted where it was like last year in the Dells versus this year in the Dells. Like mm -hmm. our booth was like last year, like this little backdrop with like a little pull-up banner, a little table, and then like two rolling racks full of clothes and a tiny little makeshift dressing room. So we're like, try everything on. <laughs> It went from that to like this huge like 20 by 20 booth with an actual dressing. It looks like a store when you walk in it. It's so beautiful. So it was just like putting that together and getting all the parts on the wall and like stepping back. And Audrey and I were just like, wow, like this is so crazy. And I had to pull, I pulled up the picture from last year and I was like, this was last year. <laughs> Look at this. This was last year. And we're adding to the booth, which is what. As I speak, actually, we have a development team putting together another dressing room in that booth and storage for us and then another wall that can expand us into a larger booth. Like there's, it, we learned so much off of this last show, which was our first show with this booth and that we're like, okay, these are the things that we need. And then it was breaking it down and then taking it back to the shop and then building it even more so out. So it, I mean, it's constant. There's no... I don't sleep. Um, <laughs> it's just, it keeps going. Like you're like, Oh, now we need this. And, and do we do better if we have inventory? Does, is it the same? Well, you know, it's all those questions. And we test all that out at the shows on like, will they wait for this or will they pre-order that? And yeah, it's a lot, but we know our customer very well. And I think that's, what's going to set you apart is that you've taken the time to get the data talk to people, actually see what they need, what they want. And you're meeting that need, which is 
what business is all about, right? You figure out what a customer needs and then you go and meet it. And for many, many years, women have just been overlooked in the hunting industry, which is unfortunate because it is actually the fastest growing part of our industry now. And so talk about that a little bit, because I know you grew up doing the hunting thing and to see the evolution of this, just talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I've, oh gosh. So I've been in the outdoors since I was, I can't even like, mm, I think my youngest memory is three, but anytime I say like, I was about three, I have family members that are like, no, like your dad would put you in a backpack. (laughs) Like I was a tiny little, a little thing and just hike around with you and take you out scouting and whatnot. So at majority of the time, I was the only girl um, around the campfire at deer camp. Um, even fishing, I, you know, very rarely was there another girl, unless it was a family member that brought, you know, their daughter or it was the, the daddy daughter once a year, Father's Day week trip that we would take with like my uncle and his girls. And that's what that's what we would do. Um, so to be the only woman then to get to a certain point where I was like, okay, so there's a couple of us to now having a company where I have access to thousands of women on a daily. Uh, and I plan hunting trips with that. I've made friends out of this, which has been incredible. So hunting trips with them, fishing trips, just camping, hanging out. Do you want to come out to hang out with me and the fam? Yeah. I'll fly out and hang out with you and the fam just to have that camaraderie in general. Um, and there's been a lot of ladies that I've talked to along in this process that have been like, I don't, I didn't even know other women hunted. And I'm like, Oh, sweetheart, there's like a thousand of us, like come play. We have a Facebook group now with over 3000 women. And that's what they're doing on a daily is just connecting with one another and asking questions. And, and we don't really interrupt. We just let them do their thing. And it's really neat to see other women find women in their areas and they develop friendships and their families are going off on weekends and going on trips and they hunt together or plan trips. And so that's, what's really neat is watching that. And no question is a stupid question. We have new hunters in there that ask all these things and everyone's willing to help and get them the information they need all the way up to someone that's advanced and has never done something and has asked like never done moose hunt before, which this was just recent. And can anybody help me? And there's like four or five girls that were like, absolutely. Here's your gear list. Here's this. Here's the things to look for. And it was, it's just great. So we give them access to that too, of being able to have community, which was something I needed as well. It's amazing. It's really neat. It. I'm not going to say it wasn't great as a kid. There were some some situations um, where I was a kid where I would be um, or try to be excluded, and my dad just would never have that. Um, I was a better shot sometimes than the boys when we would go out, or majority of the time. Um, and then uh, you know, my dad would get an invite to come back to the range, and then he would be like well, I'm going to take my kid. And they're like, no, like the boys are like a little upset because he's like, cause she can blow through clay like no one else. Like, no, like if, if I'm coming, my kid's coming. If your kid gets to come, my kid gets to come. Like it was, he was very clear on those lines. And there are a lot of friends that he stopped going, you know, trap shooting with. And because of that, because he was like, well, your boys have a problem with my girl being there and we just don't need to hang out with you. So even like he would take the bronze sometimes, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's completely different now. When I go to the range, if I'm having a struggle or a problem, 
there's always a gentleman or old, the older gentleman that will pop up and, you know, straighten, straighten you out a little bit and give you some pointers and guidance. And I'm like, I'll take it all day long where before it was not necessarily um, being helpful. <laughs> no, I think it's really cool to see a shift in hunting and fishing. I know my girls, I have three girls and they, they're yeah. really interested in hunting. In fact, two of them are at hunter safety right now. They're finally old enough to do the big game thing this year. And so they're going to put in for some tags and we're going to see what mm-hmm. happens. We may not get a lot of tags because we had a really bad die off from the really cold and nasty winter that we had, but you know, it's exciting to see my kids be interested yeah. in it and they go fishing with me all the time. And I'm just really glad that your dad did that for you because I think a lot of dads, unfortunately, they look at their daughters and they're like, no, this is what we do with our boys. And that's really not the case. And they're missing out because I have so much yeah. fun with my girls when we go, you know, out into yeah. the con- country or out on the water. His whole thing was uh, like, self-efficiency and life lessons. So he felt that outdoors challenged you and taught you. That was, you know, his, and he grew up doing it too. So he didn't really see, uh, you know, not to do it with me. He, he was like, no, these are things that self-efficiency, you're going to learn that you can get your own food. You're going to learn that you can take care of yourself. You can learn all the way up to like fly fishing where uh, I was like, 15 when he took me to do that and I wanted to just like murder him because it's so frustrating when you first get started and got like snagged with my fly on my face and all these things and was just like I had such an attitude about it and he was like do you know why I want to teach you this I'm like no like lost a bet I don't know <laughs> like he's like just patience like you need to learn patience and this is to teach you patience and I was like after hearing that I'm like yeah I probably need that and then actually listening and listening and learning to what he was saying and then finally catching a fish that trip and being like, holy crap, like I could do this. Yeah, it's a little difficult, but I mean, it just teaches you so like so much. Um, so he was really big on that, but really the, like the self-efficiency that if any, if anything would happen that you can kind of like take care of yourself but he also thought it was like the best way to eat like you're you're eating the freshest food you could possibly eat you're eating things that other people don't get to eat like that's a luxury like i consider that a luxury you can't just go to the market and buy venison i mean maybe you can in some places but not here yeah or you know get a pheasant and bring that home and have a have a good time it was just life for us and and I grew up on a micro ranch so we had cattle and we had horses and chickens and the whole nine and garden and so it's just how it was and I didn't think anything different as I got older maybe a little but um yeah I was just like this is just how we live and what we do and that's pretty much how he was like this is how we live and what we do so we're just gonna go do it yeah, I think that's really cool. And I'm sure a lot of it too was he wanted to spend time with you. I know for me, I just want to spend some time with my kids and yeah. share something that I love and I can teach them some things, you know, and, and just get some time together. And I, I think that your dad was probably feeling the exact same way, don't you? Yeah, he told me there was there was nothing like watching me draw my bow on an animal. He was like, it was just the coolest thing to watch as I was... I, I am very, I don't get that, the, the jitters or, or the buck fever or anything like that. I'm so smooth. It's the aftermath that everything rushes in afterwards. 
So, but he was just like those moments of just watching you do that. It's just like every time you're like, God, my kid can just shoot. And just like having that moment of like, like I taught her that, look at this and look what she's doing and the things that she's accomplishing. So like watching that, he, he loved. And then of course there's the fun, right? There's the fun at camp and the stupid things that happen when you're coming, <laughs> when you're coming into camp and the, oh my God, I forgot this one year. He forgot a, the food box and it was like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a long few days we uh what do we got in the truck it's like a can of beans and like some ramen and like a jet boil i'm like yeah we can make this work <laughs> like those you know fun things fun things like that and just those memories that you'll always always have and those are really fun times and especially when we would do camp and get everyone together and just crack up and laugh and I'm never a pleasant person in the morning. So um, <laughs> everyone, you know, picking on me, but I'm like, just don't talk to me. It's like 4am and I can't even see my face in front of my face. It's like that dark and just make me coffee and shut up. And I'm going to take a nap while we roll out to whatever hillside we're going to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any, any of those things. <laughs> No, I, I can understand that. I 4 a.m. is a, a tough time for just about everybody, except for my son. I think he wakes yeah. up like the Energizer Bunny no matter what, but I'm not like that at all. Um, but I was going to ask you about that a little bit is like w there's there's women that listen to this show that haven't tried the yeah. hunting thing. They've they've just now gotten into the fishing thing. Yeah. What kind of advice would you give them about getting into hunting and maybe some things they ought to think about or do? So the internet is is great and bad both at the same time, right? But you can get into some awesome women hunting groups. Ours is Women Who Hunt. You can see our Detali D logo on it. Every every woman will, I swear, we are the most open, loving, welcoming community. I mean, we just want to grow more and we want to see more. So we're like, you want to come play with us? Come play with us. And we get really excited and it's a little frightening, but you're fine. You're in. It's no stranger danger. I promise. We're just excited that someone else wants to like join in in the community. Um, and, you know, we'll help you. It's great. Uh, if you want to do hunt, well, if you want to do this, you're going to have to do hunter safety. Uh, see if there is one around you that has a woman instructor. There's more out there than you think there are, which that's really cool to see because I was taught by a bunch of dudes. And now there's one of my girlfriends is an archery hunting instructor. So that I'm actually going to go take her course in a couple of weeks just to take it because I'm like, Oh, I want to go and maybe I'll learn something new, but just to go. And then, so if there are other women in there, they're comfortable. So that was another reason why I was like, why don't I come in? And that way it's not just you and the guys teaching. And then maybe there's like one woman there. I'm there. It might help her feel more comfortable. Definitely do that. And you, you can always, your local sporting and store is awesome. They, they will help you with any, anything, any questions. They are more than happy to step away from the counter and answer all of them for you and help you out with equipment. Again, like those Facebook groups are great. They're full of women that will guide you in the right direction, help you in any way, shape or form, get started, whether it's you want to sit in a blind or start spotting and stalking, depending on where you are, they'll even run you through how to get your license and tags or anything else that you have questions on. I know my group of ladies over at Wilderness are always, we're always making sure someone is walking away probably with more information than they need, but it's so that they could take it with them and be like, so I was told like, this is what I need versus what I don't need. So that way you're not walking into a place and coming out with the things that you necessarily don't need. It's like, these are the necessities and the must, the must haves if you're going to get out and do this. 
and then how to like transition from that to adding more gear or upgrading. So we won't be like, you don't need this thousand dollar thing over here. You can start with like a two or $300 thing over here and just kind of move your way up. It's easy to get involved and we want you there. So never think that any question is dumb. It's not. We're happy to give you any answers. And I guarantee you four or five or maybe 10 ladies will be like, here's my number. Give me a call. Send me a text message because I see it on a daily basis in our group. And I'm even one of them where I'm like, here's my phone number. Text me. I'll help you with that. It's really simple. Yeah, I think it's really great to see the communities that are built around hunting and seeing that spread Mm -hmm. into female hunting groups, which I see more and more of them popping up around Wyoming, Colorado, Idaho, all across the Rocky Mountain region and across the country. And you're seeing that too with fishing. You know, there's a lot of women's fishing groups. Yeah, there's a lot of groups. I'm part of one here in California. It's a a women's fly fishing group. So those are things you can also look for too, is what do you have locally towards you? If you're in Kansas City area um, in Missouri or Kansas, I highly, highly recommend Wilderness. Uh, You get on their website. They have various outdoor events, not just around hunting and fishing, but they do foragery and archery lessons and shotgun lessons and uh, they have a camp each year it's about four days long called go wild and you can sign up for that and it's various outdoor activities that you get to experience or build upon if you already have that experience Uh, so they're they're a wonderful organization you also have artemis that's pretty much nationwide so you also have pheasants forever and there's lots of women that are involved in pheasants and quails forever as well And I believe they do hunter safety too. And so does Artemis. So those are great organizations to to look into. And your Ducks Unlimited too. They have lots of education. Yeah. And there's so many opportunities for women in the outdoors. And I was just telling them, I was talking to somebody today. They were like, well, where do I start? I said, well, the first thing to do is go, you know, it's like, we were talking about fishing. It's like, well, the first thing is to, to go with somebody, you know, find someone you want to go with and, and just do it. Because a lot of times you talk yourself out of it because you're nervous about it. And yeah. it's like, you got, first thing you got to do is just do it. Yeah, I did. Um, It was in July, a girlfriend of mine who also fly fishes and is in this, in the fly fishing group. And this is how I got introduced to them. She called me up. She was like, do you want to go with me this weekend down to Santa Monica and go fly fishing in the ocean? I just went, yes. I had no clue if my gear was fine. I had no, nothing, no, no idea whatsoever. Um, I have a thousand flies and was like, these are definitely not for saltwater. Um, and I just <laughs> was like, I don't have time to whip anything up. So I'm going to go into Bass Pro, just get the little like starter ocean package they had and then took it with me with like rod in hand and like a big smile. And the guy's like, yeah, this is for freshwater. (laughs) (laughs) Your flies are on point, but the rest of it, not so much, but he was great. He was like, we'll make it work. Like we'll put a sink line on the end. And so he helped me just like set it all up and then was like, so if you want to continue fishing in the ocean, like these are the things you're going to have to have and gave me a list. And I texted it all on my phone and was like, cool. I'll make sure that I get all that. So the same group and I are going to Catalina in June on a boat to go fly fishing on a boat in Catalina. Awesome. And yes, I bought all the things on the list. <laughs> I was like, yeah, after, after that experience, I was like, yeah, definitely need to have ocean and freshwater, not just, not just one if I'm going to continue um, with the ocean. But yeah, if anybody invites you, just say yes and go. Don't be afraid. 
Well, and I know right now your brand is a lot about the hunting side, but are you going to branch out into, you know, some of this fishing type gear that you're talking about here? Some of the, you know, maybe coastal fishing wear and stuff like that. I don't know. Our product roadmap isn't that far out. We do know it's we've, we do have a lot of information on that. Um, it may happen. It may not happen. I can't say yes or no on that. Um, we are looking at other areas of supporting her, not just in the outdoors. So like her work life, mm-hmm. um, her ranch life. So the, all those little spectrums, which is really fun and neat to see. Uh, and then also like adding onto that adventure line where it's not just hunting. It could be for hiking. It could be for something else. So we're definitely expanding. I can't say yes or no on fishing, <laughs> but <laughs> It's not like it's in the roadmap, but not in the roadmap, but it, it's that area that we're like, we could go here. How's that? We could go here. We know we can go there. Um, we know that some things can can be better in that area for certain things. But um, in other ways, it's also kind of covered, but not. So there's like this middle ground with it where we're like, okay, we see what's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are companies out there that are doing it really good. For well, sure. Yeah, I had to ask because I'm a fishing nut. So, of course, I, I have to ask that question. I mean, you, you kind of could predict that was coming. <laughs> yeah, you're like, are you going to do it? Yeah. yeah, we're talking about it. It's like finding that middle of the line road. But right now, it's concentrating on next fall is what we're really working on and adding um, a few things, a couple of new items, a couple of big ticket new items that we've been asked for. Yeah, so right now, that's, the, that's like the big concentration is what's going to come out this fall and then what are we going to be adding for like following spring and so it's it's get starting to get more ahead of them where we are right now yeah so what's been the really hot items i mean i know you talked about the pants being a big deal but what are some of the hot items if, if somebody was going to go to your website and go shopping what are the things that seem to be the ones that just fly off oh i am going to say the pants and i'm going to tell you right now that i am sold out of a lot of sizes and we have 36 sizes in those pants. So we're the only company um, in the industry that has a regular and a curvy fit. We also have him adjusters and four-way stretch. There's a lot of technology that is in those pants. So to come off a show and redo inventory and be like, crap, I'm glad I have a replenishment <laughs> coming like in a few weeks because holy cow, I we were not expecting those things to fly as fast as they flew. Um, same thing with our base layers. Those are gone. If you didn't get them, they're gone. And I can't tell you when we're going to get a replenishment. Um, the one thing about being in this business, and I can talk about this, um, our factory actually closed down that did our base layers. So we have to start all over again from scratch. Uh, we have a tech pack. Great. But now it's finding another factory that can do that technology in a fabric because we make everything from you know fiber on it we just don't buy fabric and go that was a little disappointing and disheartening but if you snagged a bella base layer good for you because they're amazing (laughs) they're absolutely incredible so those are gone and we actually had to bulk up our performance top order because our short sleeve was sold sold out of a pre-sale so we were pre-selling those and then the short sleeve sold out for the pre-sale and then we were like oh crap we're gonna have to bulk that up and then reopen it is basically what we decided to do but those pants are just flying like hotcakes and which makes me happy and excited all at the same time and it's also like crap we have to 
order more of <laughs> those and get them in. Yeah. And then, you know, so we do have we do have a couple replenishments back to back coming in and then V2 will be coming out this fall of, of the Sophia pan. So, um, and we already had, I believe at this last show, a few pre-orders of that already. If people were like, Oh, I really want that V2. So we're like, okay, well we can let you pre-order it and go from there. So what kind of resources do you provide for women who are shopping your site online? You know, if they can't go put it on or whatever, like what, what kind of resources do you provide them? Mm -hmm. So we do have the sizing chart is on there. It's very detailed, but we also have a sizing specialist. So you can even email us and say like, Hey, this is what size I am. These are my measurements. I'm really having a hard time trying to figure out which, you know, am I, I'm leaning towards a curvy, not leaning towards, or should I get a large or a small? I don't know. So we have a sizing specialist that will actually look at all of that. And she also has access to um, our Instagram because we do get a, a lot of those questions throughout the day at Instagram. So she, uh, our social media manager will say like, Hey, you know, I've got someone in there for you and she'll pop in and read that. And then, you know, instruct like, okay, here, you know, this is what you should go for. So we have that kind of stylist, I guess, service, which not a lot of people do where we actually have someone that will detailly take, like take that time with you to make sure that you're getting into the right size. So we do have those resources and us as founders are always available. I've got people DMing me on my own Instagram or Facebook asking me a thousand questions and I'm more than happy to answer them to make sure that you're getting in the right gear because I for one know what it's like to be uncomfortable out there in something that doesn't fit correctly. So my biggest thing is to make sure that your fit is spot on. Do you get a lot of guys that are going on there to shop for their wives or for their kids and they're like, I have no idea what I'm doing? Yes, we get that at shows too. Well, there'll, there'll be a daughter that is like, I want these. And he's like, that's great. But if I'm going to buy those for you, I'm going to have to buy them for mom too. Like I can't bring you home with a pair of $179 pants. And like, I don't buy your mom a pair. And then it's the, well, <laughs> you know, how tall is she? What size is she? Is she Audrey size or my size? Is she like a point <laughs> we're pointing at women? Like more like that or more like this? Is she more curvy? Like we do it all, but we have free returns and exchanges. So it's like, and we always tell them that look like it's a guarantee. If, you take these home from a show or they get shipped in and they're off. You just email us and we'll make sure that she gets into the right size and ship you off the right size. But we're pretty good at even like looking at pictures and being like, okay, yeah, she looks like she's a medium curvy. Let's just like start there. And so we, we've gotten really good at that. <laughs> sizing up ladies being like, no, this is your size. Go try it on. So yeah, but we also have a lot of men that um, buy them for themselves because they don't have anything like that. And then they ask us, are you going to make men's stuff? And we're like, no, you have it all. They're like, we don't have this though. I'm like, no, you won't have this though, because we make this for us. Mm -hmm. But we've had some guys buy them. And yeah. Well, it's cool that you have this corner on the market for it, because it, it really has been a gap for so long. It's nice to see that. But I can imagine a lot of the guys probably walk in there and they're like, I have no idea what size my wife is or my kid, yeah. you know, cause we just don't operate that way. <laughs> and then you're, you're like, well, you can ask. I'm not asking. You're like, okay, so let's play the game. <laughs> 20, my size, her size, that yeah. one size. <laughs> 20 questions on figuring out yeah. the size. <laughs> yeah, we make, we make it work. And normally like the, the younger girls, they're anywhere between like, an extra small to like a medium in our stuff, which is like, so we, cause we got a pretty good size range. And then the younger ones, 
we have that extra, extra small, but with that hem adjuster and the parents love it because they're like, if she keeps shooting up and I just get to like, let that hem out and I get, she gets to use them longer. And then she's not shopping in the junior's department, which let's be honest, those yeah. are just made for boys and they just slap junior on it to make it sound good. But yeah. So what are some other, you, you talked about the hem adjustment, but what are some other really mm-hmm. cool things that make your product unique? So we have a four-way stretch throughout the garment that actually feels kind of like a second skin. So when you move, it flexes completely with you. It does not leave your body. It's not going to sag or drag. You can, If you have to get down and crawl, you're, you're going to be able to do that without a problem. The stretch also has in the waistband. So we have a four-way stretch in the waistband. And you can simply move it over two extra inches as women fluctuate a lot with their weight, depending on whatever is going on in life. Um, so you just move, there's two buttons, you move it over to the last button, you get two extra inches. Uh, we have actual real deep functioning pockets. So they're not those shallow ones that you slide into. You, they actually go all the way down to the top of the cargo of the pant. So you have a lot of pocket room and those pockets in the cargo are actually pretty bellowy and they have an internal quiet pocket too. You could drop your keys in, you can put your phone in there and it helps temperature regulate your phone. Wow. There's a knee pad capability in the knee pads. All the seams throughout the garment are double reinforced, so you're not going to get blowout. We always get asked about stickers and burrs. Those don't stick to our garments. So that's pretty cool. In the pants, they just kind of pop right off. You can smack your pants or smack your leg, and they just kind of fly. The hem adjusters, the extra long zipper, get your boots on and off really easy. You can fit a full tack belt. Uh, the, the, the belt loops are wide enough and tall enough for that. And we even have a suspender loops on the top of it in case you use suspenders. Because a lot of our girls were using using suspenders. So it's got a lot of technology, DWR, odor resistant, stain resistant, very resistant. I mean, it could go on forever, but um, yeah, they're so, great. So what you're saying is if you haven't <laughs> looked at these yet, you need to look at them and check them you out. You haven't checked them out yet. You should. <laughs> so yeah. Is your product purely like direct to consumer or are there retailers where people can buy them? So right now we're direct to consumer. And um, if you want to see us in person and try us on in person, keep an eye on our website because we are adding shows. We started adding shows last week. So we have a full tour we're actually building out, um, which is exciting for us that we're like, wow, we're just going to add more shows because we're just doing so great in that market that, you know, in that channel, you might as well just, double down and just go to town and we are working on getting um and some retailers so we are having those discussions and and working towards that too so hopefully we'll be in the store near you that would be great no that's great yeah. now, it's it's really cool to me like i said it's it's such a niche market but it's also such a huge market that you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize the potential so if if someone wanted to go check it out like i'm sure there's some women that are listening and some husbands that are listening and dads that are like, I got to get this stuff. Um, what, where do they go on the web? You know, how can they, how can they buy the product? Yeah. So you go to Ditele Outdoors, that's D-I-T-A-L-E outdoors.com. And we have all of our products on there, everything that we currently have and things that are um, available for pre-order that will be dropping this fall. And you can follow us at Tatelli Outdoors on Instagram, Facebook, and I think we're on TikTok now. 
that's what I was told yesterday. <laughs> We're on TikTok now. I'm like, awesome. Cool. And we are working on a YouTube as well. That's already up and going. There's like a founder's video about us on there. And we'll be adding some other other key features to that too. So That's great. Yeah. Well, I have to ask you a question that I ask all my guests. Sure. And that is, if you were to get anything, and you can pick hunting or fishing. I'll, I'll actually ask okay. you both. If you were to cook any protein that you get hunting, what would you most want to go get and how would you prepare it? Okay, so... Um, I'm going to be a cop out and say it's going to be a Pacific hybrid muley deer. And I'm going to want the back strap off that sucker. And I have the most amazing street taco recipe that I make with this thing that is like, like Mexican street corn meets like carne asada. And it's incredible. Actually, I'll type up the recipe and I'll send it to you. But um, yes, yeah, that, that is, I've made it for people that have, never had game at all and they are disgusted quote unquote disgusted by even trying it and i just don't say a word and then i'm like how'd you like that venison taco (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they're like oh you're joking i'm like no i'm really not (laughs) well i have some elk backstrap in my freezer so i might just have to try that i was gonna say probably would be incredible with the elk (laughs) it's one of those recipes that i conjured up that you can add any protein to it like we've used chicken we've used all kinds of different things but the minute that i was like what if i like throw some backstrap in there like let's see what uh, oh my goodness i had family members that were like oh my god i'd be craving this in my sleep i'm like yeah (laughs) i don't know just everything mixed together with like the cheese and uh it's it's amazing i can't yeah it's really good. All right. Well, what about fish? I'm going to go with trout, but there's this, okay. I have not done this yet. And I have watched a chef do this where he packs it with salt, rolls it up in what looks like a cheesecloth. I'm probably totally freaking wrong on that. So don't quote me, but he cooked it in the ground. And I was like, I I I have to do this one time, or I don't know um, if I'll ever be able to do this, but he cooked it in the ground. And when he pulled it out, unraveled it from, it's not cheesecloth. I'm probably totally wrong on that again, but whatever cloth it was and cracked the salt, he legitimately took his fork and then he just rolled the skin perfectly back like you were peeling back like a sardine can. And it looked like the most amazing thing ever. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to give this a whirl, but we're going to give this a whirl. <laughs> I might be digging a pit in the backyard. I have no clue, but it's going to happen <laughs> this year. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to I'm adventurous with my cooking. So, um, yeah. So I definitely have to try that. Um, Oh, salmon's also a good one. I have this really good. Oh, man. I have this really good. uh, I'm Sicilian, so we have all these crazy fish dishes. But I have this really good, uh, like, salmon pasta dish that Mm. it rocks. So, yeah, that would probably be another. It's like a salmon fettuccine Alfredo meats. I don't know if you know what Chiapino is, but it's like one of my favorite stews. It, it's like this like mixture of that with pasta and salmon, and it's really good. So if you want, you can send that recipe too, because I'll eat that too. <laughs> I will type that up for you too. Yeah. I was like, I think I have that. Yeah. yeah. I love I love salmon too. We went 
David and I went last year up to Alaska and caught a bunch of sockeye salmon and brought them back. And I mean, it's just so good. Everybody has been telling me that a trip to Alaska is actually easier than my brain is making it seem. I think it's so complicated and so complex and it's going to cost me a bajillion dollars and it's a once in a lifetime thing. And I recently had a friend tell me, dude, you can get like a bear tag over the counter your fishing license and tag out a bear and catch as much freaking salmon as you possibly think you could take on a plane and go and do it for like pennies on the dollar camp and have fun. And I was all, okay, you're going to have to walk me through that. (laughs) I'm making it, my brain thinks completely different. It's like, no, and it's like, yes, you can do this. You can do it and you should do it. It shouldn't just be a once in a lifetime. It should be once every few years. I know. I, I think it's more so of those, and I'm sure you have them on your list, those like, if you could do any sort of trip, what would it be and what it, what it would entitle? And I had those built out with my dad. I'm like, we're going to go to Alaska. We're going to go to Canada. We're going we're gonna to do all these things. Uh, we're going to do like, uh, you know, an access hunt. We're going to go to South Africa. And so I I think that's what, where my head goes, where it's like, okay, so we're going to go to Alaska. And it's like this whole adventurous package that's like playing in my head where, it, where you don't need to do that. <laughs> it's just what I would do with him. Um, that would cost me a bajillion dollars probably. Uh, but yeah, when I found out that it's actually not that hard and then I passed it on to a girlfriend where I was like, check this out. We can go like archery hunting. We can just get a bear tag and we can be like, this is what we can do. And she's like, no. Like, yeah. She's like, are we going to do that? Yeah, I think we are. I think we're, we're going to do that. You just got to get a buddy on board. One that n- never says no. That's always the yes. <laughs> yes. Do you want to go do this with me? Yes. Mm. Uh, and I have one of those that's that for me and I'm that for her. It's it, We just enable each other, really. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but you'll do more things. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes life more fun, right? Yeah. And our boys are the same age too. So if she's like, I got to take the kid and like, cool. Cause I'll just drag them along with me. And then the boys get to experience stuff too. So it's fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's awesome. Well, this has been fun. I, I really enjoyed having you on the show to talk a little bit about your past experiences, but also just talk about the awesome things you're doing in the industry because it's, it's a much needed yeah. thing. And I will expect to see those recipes sent to me at some point. Um, <laughs> Because now I want to try them. <laughs> I feel like now I need to have the street taco mess you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yes, you do. Everybody needs to experience that. Uh, no, I'll type them up for you and I'll send them off. <laughs> I'll send you a couple as well. We, we we like to cook all kinds of crazy stuff here at the Edwards um, house. So I'll, I'll send you really some. I don't really eat out much. And people are like, you don't really go to restaurants with me because I can cook. Like, yes. you wouldn't. My uncle just left. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was Palm Sunday yesterday. We're, oh, we're crazy Catholic and Sicilian. So let's just throw that in there. <laughs> um, and every time he comes to town, there's this thick Sicilian cookbook that I bought and, um, we were cooking our way through it. So every time he comes out, I'm like, and this is what we're making tonight. And he's like, oh, you already got it picked out and okay, we're going to do this. So we did, we did one of those crazy fish recipes last night with pasta and mm. anchovies and sardines and. It was really good. I can't get that here. I can't get that at any Italian restaurant around here. So yeah, it's like it's like traditional dishes, and yeah. I would rather spend a couple hundred bucks at the grocery store and cook for like ten people, and <laughs> which is what we did yesterday. 
it's way more fun to make it yourself anyway. Well, especially when you bust out the vino and you're like, here we go. We're going to drink and cook and then drink. (laughs) It's good food. Yeah, it is good food. It's, it's really good food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, uh, I hope everybody goes out and checks out all the cool things that you're doing at Detali Outdoors. So again, go to detaliaoutdoors.com and check out what Raylene and the crew are doing and show them some support, buy some pants, buy some, all their gear. They've got quite a variety. So get out there and check them out. But again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks again for listening to the Radcast Outdoors podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed the show. If so, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast and subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating, which really helps other people find the show. You can find all of our shows, recipes, giveaways, videos, and much more at radcastoutdoors.com. While you're there, please help support the show by purchasing a Radcast Outdoors shirt or hat. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a Radcast community on Facebook called Radcast Nation, and we'd love for you to join in the conversation there. And of course, please help support our sponsors who make this show possible. Thank you again to PK Lures, Bow Spider, and High Mountain Seasonings. Until next time, get out there and enjoy the outdoors.